McEnany after the show, episode 31, I believe. Today I got uh, bored under a bad sign, catch a clue, and workman's comp. Gift wrapping gone crazy. Oh, I don't know how anybody could stand doing this. But anyway, <laughs> also, oh gosh, I'm obsessed with Wrexham, Ryan Reynolds, and oh yeah, the name? soccer move, the soccer show. Yeah, that show. I've, we got to talk about that. Okay, uh, a new study by Not on the High Street says that people with a December birthday miss out. In fact, they miss out on 160 presents over the course of their life because Ooh. yeah, because their birthday is so close to Christmas. People, people born in December, which, you know, everybody's complained about that for years, right? Uh, people born in December receive an average of four birthday presents, while those born in other months receive an average of six. Wow. Now, other findings. 67% of people say December is the worst month to have a birthday. 75% say they receive joint birthday Christmas presents. I hate that. Mm-hmm. You know? I, yeah, this I, is for your birthday and Christmas. Yeah, really. Here you go. Uh, 55% of people are disappointed by the amount of birthday gifts they receive in December. Uh, 24% of people get annoyed when they receive a Christmas-themed birthday gift. And finally, 39% of people with a December birthday say they receive birthday gifts in holiday wrapping paper. (laughs) Well? You know, I I already bought the paper. You know, I'm just conserving money. (laughs) There's people that say that, like, they have the Halloween birthdays, too. You know, yeah. Everything's about Halloween. People are, you know, doubling up. First off, happy <laughs> birthday to my sister, whose birthday is on the 12th. She's out in Phoenix, Arizona. Does happy birthday, Megan. Does she get two gifts from you? Yes, she does. Oh, well, that's nice. Um, and uh, j- just, you know, just because she, I think, you know, through the years, I'm sure she has been shortchanged a little bit on the uh, the birthday side um, because she's only two weeks out from Christmas. Everybody in our family is basically born in, you know, in September or summer. Um, except for Barrett, that's, he's November 2nd. So, yeah. yeah. But anyway. I think, you know, people through the years have always, you know, complained that they, Hey, you know, my birthday's too close to a holiday <laughs> and I miss out, blah, blah, blah. It's like, uh, I, I think there's some families that try to make up for that fact. Yeah. If you whine enough, maybe they do. That's true. Or you can start celebrating your half birthday. <laughs> yeah. You could do that in June. My daughter does that. She, she celebrates her half birthday. Why not? I saw this on TikTok. Me and TikTok. You know, I'm just always on it. it. So anyway, her name is Hannah and her roommates wrapped everything in her in her room, everything in her room in Christmas wrapping paper while she was gone. And it took them seven hours (laughs) and 700 feet of wrapping paper to cover every inch of her room. (laughs) Wow. So not only did they wrap the whole room, they wrapped everything, everything in the room, which Man, I hate to wrap. I just oh, do. man. I don't like wrapping gifts. I've done most of mine, thank goodness, for this year. But yeah, but the best part is when she came back, she screamed with excitement. <laughs> 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 she loved it. She wasn't mad at all. Hey, listen, as a cheapskate that I am, I mean, wrapping paper is expensive. I know. But it's just the the time it would take to do that. Oh, you have to be really devoted to oh, pranking somebody. Uh, anyway, that's something I think Jim would do to Dwight in the office. <laughs> you know, wrap everything of his. In, oh, that's awesome! I love it. I hate wrapping stuff. Oh yeah, and I'm not good at it. That's why. Uh, that's why the gift bag is my friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, in Ireland, an Irish financial financial manager for Ireland's National Railway Network 
claims he gets paid almost $130,000 to eat lunch and read newspapers all day. Uh, and he's complaining. He, well, everybody loves to complain, don't I they? I know. He says, I buy two newspapers, The Times and The Independent, and a sandwich. I go to my cubicle. I turn on my computer. I look at emails. There are no emails associated with work. There's no messages, no communications, no colleague <laughs> communications. Uh, he was a whistleblower about the company's accounting practices about eight or nine years ago and was relieved of his duties. But, of course, they couldn't get, <laughs> get rid of him, so he gets paid really to do nothing. I sit and I read the newspaper. I eat my sandwich. Then at about 1030 in the morning, there's an email which requires an answer. I answer it. If there's work associated with it, I do the work. I'd say if I got something that requires me to do work once a week, I'm thrilled. Why is he complaining? I have no idea. He goes, despite all this, he still cashes his regular paycheck every single month. Okay. 130 grand a year. Um, Are you kidding me? Yeah. I I wouldn't be complaining. Yeah, you better shush. I I would eat my sandwich. I'd be (laughs) doing the crossword. Yeah, I'd be doing the crossword. And then when it's time to go home, I'd be going home. He just told everybody he doesn't do anything, including his boss. Yeah, you're doing nothing and you're getting paid for it. Soak it up, buddy. Enjoy. Good luck. Hey, I think this is funny. There's a woman, because this happened in Illinois and it's very close to us. Uh, Sarah is her name in Juliet, Illinois. She's looking to rehome her nineteen eighteen fruitcake. Oh, everybody loves fruit. It's a hundred and twenty two year old fruitcake. <laughs> her grandmother baked the cake and sent it to her brother, who was stationed in Europe with the military. The brother returned the fruitcake before it was handed down to several generations. And Sarah's hoping a museum will take it. <laughs> wow. Take the cake. 122 years old. So that would have been like around World War One. Mm-hmm. 1918. Wow. And proves. it's just been passed down from each family member to the next. <laughs> Here's the question. Is it edible? It's a family heirloom. How do you just let a museum take it? That's true. I mean, we all know fruitcake lasts forever, right? What? Oh, my goodness. On my dad's side, my great-grandmother was French, like Mm -hmm. pure, just 100% French. Um, And she, I don't know who, whether it was her, I think it was my grandma would send us a fruitcake from Europe every year. And it would just sit under the tree. (laughs) Because nobody wanted it. I don't know what my mom ever did with it. (laughs) She just kind of chucked it, or maybe my dad took it to his office. Oh, here you go, everybody. <laughs> Some people bring cookies and candies. I remember I taking a, like a little tiny bite of it to see what it was and thinking it. I just remember how bitter and awful it was. Like, this is like, this is like the bad chocolate. Like, this oh. is like, naughty people have to eat this. <laughs> is, it, is it because it was French, maybe? It was just a fruitcake. It's probably drenched in alcohol, and that's why I didn't like it. Well, I, I think I think fruitcake gets a bad rap. Bitter. I th- I th- maybe there's a good one out there. Maybe there's a good recipe, but I've not had it. Not that I've had a lot of fruitcake in my life. That was probably it. And I was young, and it turned me off forever, so I'm good. <laughs> I think when I was a kid in junior high, we sold it for our football team. We Did sold- people buy it? Yeah, I mean, you know, mm. people were <laughs> people just giving money for, you know, to, ra- to raise funds for your football team. But I don't know if it was any good. 
Well, uh, good luck to Sarah getting rid of hers. Yeah. Maybe, but I don't know if she should. If it's been in the family that long, 122 years. Is maybe the Smithsonian will step up and take it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, the 10 most common hint gifts, according to a survey by one poll, whoever they are. Okay. Number 10 at 17% is a razor. So if someone gets a razor, you're giving them a hint saying uh, maybe you should shave a little bit. You think bit. They're, they're getting a hint? Well, see, I, I think a razor is a very practical gift. I do too, but I would only do that for my husband or maybe my son. Yeah, my I son would, could use a razor. I mean, I, I would like a new razor this somebody. year. You um, would? Yeah, a new electric razor. Uh, breath mints at number nine. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> uh, number eight is a gym membership. See, that could go either way too. Mm-hmm. You know, a gym mm-hmm. membership's not a bad thing to give to somebody. You know? That's um, expensive too. Oh yeah, so. I mean that's a, that's a monthly toll. Uh, number seven, toothbrush slash toothpaste. Uh, truth be told, uh, Grandma, my mom gives everybody in the family toothpaste and a toothbrush for Christmas in their stocking. I used to do that with my kids a lot. Um, that um, just you know now when they come over, the yeah, ones I mean, that I make. I don't see yeah I don't I don't see anything wrong with that. Uh, number six is alarm clock. I guess maybe if your boss gives that to you. <laughs> Uh, hey, uh, maybe you need to show up on time. Uh, cleaning supplies at number five at 20%. Maybe you're not cleaning enough around the home. Uh, exercise equipment at number two. I think that kind of goes hand in hand with the gym membership. Uh, self-help books at number three. Have you ever given anybody a self-help book? No. I think, isn't that something you probably should buy yourself? I Yeah, only you know what you need to be reading on. And uh, some people aren't even into that, so I would never. That's true. Uh, number two, you can embrace uh, a cookbook. Thirty-one percent. I wouldn't take that as an insult. No, it depends. You know, I think that those are useful. It depends who gives it to you and, and what kind of cookbook it is. If somebody knows you like to cook or that you, you know, especially like if you're newly married or newly on your own, like you know, you just got out of your parents' home and you have your own apartment for you know first time, whatever. Right. Those are always good things to have. Uh, number one at thirty-six percent is deodorant. That's just weird. I wouldn't yeah. give anybody deodorant. Um, you would have to know somebody pretty well to give them deodorant, I think. Mm-hmm. Unless it's uh, a gift you leave in somebody's locker and it's it's, it's a thing of deodorant. And it's like, uh, <laughs> hey, buddy, catch a clue. Nope. Uh, perf- it says deodorant perfume. Perfume, I think, I mean, perfume is, is expensive and that's something, I think that's really, a really personal gift, though. Yeah, you'd have to a, know somebody really well to give them perfume. I don't think that's a bad gift. Deodorant would be a little iffy, I think. Perfume, I think, is only for, like, uh, spouse, boyfriend, girlfriend, that right. kind of thing. Right. I think it's a personal personal gift. Okay, so I am obsessed in watching Wrexham on Hulu. And if anybody knows me, they know I'm not really into sports. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. Yeah, that's true. I'll back you up on that. And I've been watching it with my husband. And it's Ryan Reynolds, the actor, got cohorsed into buying this UK soccer team with Ron McElhaney, who's Mm -hmm. from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. He's the one that had the original idea. Hey, we should buy this team. And Ryan Reynolds was like, no, what? I don't even do sports like, you know. Anyway, they're obsessed. They went to the UK. They bought this uh, little, they bought the soccer field in Wrexham. And it's pretty much the main thing in that town. 
And if you watch the show, I love it because they made the show about the people in Wrexham.、Mm-hmm. Because there wouldn't be a soccer team if the people in the town didn't care about it. You know what I mean?、Oh, so right, it's like、right. everything centers around the soccer field and, well, football, as they call it. Anyway, so the show has got me obsessed. And I told my husband, I said, I think I want to try to watch a soccer match. He's like, there's no way you're going to sit through it. There, you're just not going to be interested. I said, no, I, I think I would. You know, this was early when we started watching Wrexham. And now I don't know how many episodes. There were 18. I think we finished it last night. And I said, no, I really do. I want to try to watch a soccer match from beginning to end. It's about、like, an hour and a half. All right. You know, so I don't know we're, what we're going to maybe try if we have time this week. There's a lot going on. But, um, Yeah, so I think it's really neat that they, they got so involved with this team and they go all the time. Ryan Reynolds, in fact, he just met with King Charles and Camilla on Friday,、Ooh. who came to see the, the stadium and the field and what they've done with the track.、Um, and they're getting season two of Wrexham. It, should, it, it looks like it's pretty good.、Mm-hmm. Here's the deal if anybody liked Friday Night Lights, the, you know, it was a TV series about、uh, football, high school football in Texas. Kind of the same thing. But this is more like a documentary. Yeah. So it's, that's true. it's, it's about it's the not, people yeah, and their acting, lives but... and the way that the history of that field and how important it is to people and, and not just, well, like they did a whole episode about fathers and sons. And, oh, following the and, team? Or the fact that when, when COVID hit and people couldn't go to any sporting events, right. how that affected them. And, This is one lady that wrote a book. I don't know her name, but she wrote a book about, you know, how men interact with each other. And a lot of that, they use sports to do that. Like、mm-hmm. a lot of fathers and sons connect through sports. A lot of guy friends, you know, best friends connect through sports. And that's how they show their love for each other. Like she、mm-hmm. said, you never see, <laughs> you never see guys patting each other on the butt unless they're on a football field. <laughs> no, no, no. That doesn't happen. And even the hugs, the you know, hugging, how openly、yeah. they hug each other if they're on a, you know, the same soccer team or, you know. Oh, yeah, sports will do that. Yeah. But, but, and guys kind of need that. But yeah, the show's interesting. And now I'm intrigued. I'm thinking, I want to try to watch a whole soccer match. Well, I'll let you know if it ever happens. <laughs> well, depending on when people listen to this podcast, there are two semifinal matches this week in the、mm-hmm. World Cup. And then I believe over the weekend will be the finals. Well, that's what we're looking at. But this week is kind of busy. And I'm going to, I think we're going to try one night this week to watch one of the early ones. But this weekend we have Christmas stuff coming up. So I don't know if、I'll, we'll have time. This Saturday to watch the final. Well, good luck. I want to know、uh, how it goes for you watching the hour and a half of、uh, soccer plus extra time. I'm get, thinking I need a good three or four hours. <laughs> I know what football's like. No, it's, 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 it's much quicker than a football game. So you'll, you'll be done a lot quicker. That does it for this week. We will try to do better next.